Hey everyone, I'm Amanda. Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm here with Pastor Michael, and today we are going to be answering the question, is the spiritual gift of healing for today? I think we need to rewind just a little bit and answer the question, what is a spiritual gift? Yeah, this is, uh, we're, we're going to do a couple episodes in a row here because uh, next we're going to do what is an apostle and then prosperity preaching and healing because those those go hand in hand. Um, but this is a great question and I, I'm going to answer a couple questions here. So let's do the first one. Okay. What's a spiritual gift? Uh, a spiritual gift is a gift from the Holy Spirit. I mean, it sounds simple, but like uh, it is something that when you do it, um, bears spiritual fruit. So there are different, uh, we'll call them jobs, roles, responsibilities that when you trust in Christ, you are given. And one of the, one of the ways that you know, you're doing what God wants you to do or your spiritual gift or your spiritual ministry, those are all spiritual calling. They really can all synonyms is that as you do those things, they bear fruit. So one of my jobs, um, is that I am a teacher that's considered one of the spiritual gifts or ministries. And so when I started teaching, I was terrible, like the worst, literally so bad. But, <laughs> but you persevered. No, but people like students and adults were like, I grew, like, could you keep teaching? Hmm. And I would listen to the teaching and be like, that was so bad. But so it's interesting because spiritual fruit isn't always connected to skill. That's a lie. I think a lot mm. of American Christians believe is, mm-hmm. is that if you're a good talker, then you bear fruit. That's mm. actually not always the case. They're really great communicators who don't bear spiritual fruit. So you look for fruit. So that's what a spiritual gift is. Okay. It should be over time evidenced by spiritual fruit. So when we get to the spiritual gift of healing, okay, what is the fruit that you should expect when you, when somebody has that gift? You should be healed. You should be healed, right? Yeah. So let's rein this in. And I want to define healing um, as the New Testament looks at it. So if somebody has the spiritual gift of healing, they're going to be able to heal. And here is what healing is. Healing is the reversal of the laws of the universe. It is an impossible thing that should not be able to happen, but God intervenes in a miraculous way. So for example, uh, you were really, really sick and dying and you're no longer dying. There is a tumor in your brain and it's gone. Your limb was cut off and it grew back. I mean, these are miraculous, divine interventions by God that give God glory and not a healer. Now, it is unfortunate because so many times we talk about healing and we pray about healing. We see healing on TV, but have you ever noticed it's all really elusive? Yeah. It's like, did they? When God There's no way to confirm it. Correct. Yeah. When God heals, you know. Yeah. And people know. Um, so when we look at kind of the current landscape, this is why we're going to deal with healing and prosperity preachers in, in two episodes. It's why we're going to be dealing with apostles, actually, because um, this was in the New Testament, a gift given specifically to apostles to validate their calling by God to teach scripture and establish the foundations for the church. And the discerning listener, they should or watcher, they should say something like, prove it, Pastor Michael. And that's what we're going to do in the next episode. We're going to open up scripture. We're going to show you that healing is directly connected to the apostolic ministry. So if somebody were to ask me the following question, Michael, is healing a spiritual gift for the church today? 
My answer to them is going to be no, because healing is connected to the apostolic office. There, it's almost, it's, it, I can't tell you how many times I've had this conversation. The response, it's almost unanimous. So you don't believe in healing? Mm. So you don't believe God heals? I'm like, no, that is not what I said. Um, in fact, I believe that the people of God should pray for healing. And if someone is healed, God should get all the glory and that God still does heal, which is why we're commissioned to pray for this. There's a difference between God healing somebody through someone's prayer and someone who has the spiritual gift of healing. There's a great passage of scripture. It's 1 Corinthians 14, um, 32. Here's what the apostle Paul says, and he's talking about the gift of prophecy. Okay. Um, he says this, the spirits of prophets are subject to prophets, which on the surface, you're like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Here's what it means. The prophet prophesies when he wants to, meaning when you have a gift, like you have the ability to use it and you can go choose to use it when you want. Now you can't always predetermine the kind of fruit you get. So for example, um, if Jesus would go and heal and if there was unbelief, the healing wouldn't take place, right? Miracles wouldn't happen. Not because Jesus was unable, but but because that would be like a prerequisite for him to heal somebody. Okay. So like I'll teach, I can go teach whenever I want. Mm -hmm. Like I don't like I'm teaching right now, you know? So I can't control the fruit, but I can control how I use this and when I use it. And so it's interesting is with the gift of healing, the, the gift of healing is subject to the healer. Like you can use this thing. Like you, you have the ability if someone has faith to reverse the laws of the universe. Like if you've got this healing, please let's, let's gift. Mm -hmm, right. let's go to the hospital. I've got a lot of people in my church. Yeah. You would be on demand. And it's interesting that these, that almost exclusively people with the gift of healing cannot grow back limbs. They cannot raise the dead. Like there are just a whole bunch of things that would happen in the new Testament by the apostolic ministry. And it's also interesting that they seem to be on stages, uh, healing in ways that are unprovable with mm. people that we don't know. It's a very interesting uh, defense mechanism that has been put up globally between the healer and the people being healed and accountability for that healing. It's a very interesting dynamic. I mean, there's a whole setup, you know, like get it's the spotlights. This is not in a hospital. This right. is somebody who has been yeah. now, brought that, here at a specific time correct. for this healing. Yeah. Yeah. And now let me be, let me clear what I'm not saying. Um, I don't have, I don't have an issue with a healing crusade. I don't have an issue with, with having a night of healing where you, where people come and you beg God for him to intervene and heal it. That's not my concern. Like mm -hmm. I believe that the Lord wants to heal and does heal. I wish he did it more often. I wish he did it in ways that were exponentially more supernatural. There seems to be a time period in the first century with the apostles where signs, wonders, miracles, healings, all this crazy stuff was happening through their hands. Uh, I wish that, that God would still work like that on a regular basis. But it's interesting that, that when people say God does signs and wonders and heal, whatever, like when they say that it now becomes such smaller examples that are almost impossible to quantify as when the apostles were here, when they did signs, wonders, miracles, they were interventions of God breaking the laws of this universe and people like stepped back and they were like, they are gods. Like yeah. they were, no they were argue. confused as gods. Like yeah. it was, it was a very powerful, palpable, tangible, yeah. visible, real experiential gift. Hmm. And uh, again, do I believe God does signs and wonders and miracles and heal? Yes. I don't have an issue with that. Does he do it through sometimes people who are praying? 
don't have an issue with that. My issue comes down to the scriptures communicate that these gifts were designated for the validation of the apostolic ministry. Uh, it's how Paul was able to set himself apart from, they called them super apostles, these fake people who tried to pass as apostles. And he, mm-hmm. and he would basically say, can they do signs, wonders, miracles, healing, anything? No. Then they're not apostles. Like that was his like mark of saying, no, we're different. Like God, Jesus set us apart for a mission. Again, that's the next episode. We'll get there. Um, there are two really big major positions on this question. Um, one group, they would call themselves cessationist. A cessationist simply believes that the gift has ceased. Um, and a cessationist, there's all different kinds. There's some really extreme ones who will say all gifts have ceased. Some will say apostolic gifts have ceased. Some will add to that number. Um, when someone says they're a cessationist, um, it doesn't necessarily, like it doesn't tell me much. I need to kind of dig in. Mm. Um, even the most charismatic people I know are cessationists to, agree, to a degree. Um, that my charismatic buddies who are really, really faithful interpreters of scripture will tell you that the gift of apostleship, capital A apostleship has ceased because the requirements to meet it are impossible. So at least minimally that gift has ceased. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that position. The other position is a continuationist and typically a continuationist. Once you kind of say this word, you believe the gifts have continued. Um, you're going to believe that the gifts were not simply for the apostles. Uh, but they are for a whole for a whole bunch of people, and uh, those gifts uh, still continue on today. And people have gifts of of signs, wonders, healing, miracles, etc. Uh, and again, um, we could spend hours on this, but um, the next episode will bring a little bit of clarity, I think, into why that those are apostolic in nature. Not all of them, but signs, wonders, miracles, healing, etc. Um, but I I am a cessationist and a continuationist, right? Mm-hmm. I do believe there are apostolic gifts that ceased. And I also believe there are a whole bunch of them that keep going that were for the entire church until Jesus comes back. So um, let's pull back big picture though. If you believe in the gift of healing, you can go to heaven. <laughs> That's what we really need to say, right? Right. Like, <laughs> Let's clarify this. I, all I ask is show me. That's, right. that's all. Right. right? Um, that's all I ask. And even if you can't, even if you know a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy in Africa, Mm-hmm. Cool. We can be brothers and sisters in Christ. We don't got to divide on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people at Village Church who absolutely disagree with me on this. I think they're wrong. They think I'm wrong. And we are good friends. Yep. And that is okay. Yep. Um, Put and, first things first. Right. First things first. And main thing, can, the main thing. And we're all different individuals. Right. But. Like there'll be things on this podcast that I, I, the podcast, this show, whatever, whatever we call this now that I say, and you're like, mm. Okay. <laughs> right. That's you know, what you think. <laughs> that's what you think. Adorbs, you know, and that is okay because in the essentials we're unified and the non-essentials we have diversity and in all things we have love as Augustine said and we have repeated for the last 1700 years uh, as Christians. In essentials unity, non-essentials diversity and all things charity or love. And so all my buddies who believe in the gift of healing, I love you, but prove it. Yep. Come to my house. Yes. I've got a couple of people for you. I know. (laughs) Yes. I love it. All right. Great. So next time we are going to actually be discussing the related question. Mm. What is an apostle? 